0: I gave blood yesterday and I was excited to do it because, uh, I, I think everybody, sh- if you can, you should donate blood. You know, it's a good, it's a good thing to do. I feel like that's And there's a,
1: and there's a giant blood shortage right now. Oh my right? gosh. Huge. Like normally the country has a five day supply or a seven day supply. And I read last week they were down to a half of a day supply. I mean, of blood. it's,
0: it's bad. And the reality is. It could be any of us at any time. That you needs know what blood? I mean? That needs blood. You what? don't know when you're going to need it. So if you can pay it forward. My problem and the reason I haven't done it more, and I've done it probably four or five times in my life, is because the travel restrictions are so intense uh, that for years I couldn't donate blood because I was traveling to countries and they're like, no.
1: What? I didn't know there were travel restrictions.
0: It's not travel restrictions. It's like if you... because. They asked, have you traveled in the past three years internationally, like other than Canada?
1: Three years? Mm -hmm. That's the window? No,
0: that's not the window. But then they have to ask you where you went and then how long you stayed. So I went, I was like, yeah, I went to the Bahamas and they're all like, you know, whatever. They ask all these questions. So I didn't meet the requirements for a while just because I, I didn't meet do the you, requirements. You also can't take certain medications and do it, but they tell you that once you get there. Like they ask you all the appropriate questions, a nurse does, and they, you know.
1: Do you know offhand the countries that you can't? I am I. It, 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 could, I'm assuming that they would be less developed countries where blood transmit like mosquito. You would
0: think, but it's a really so. It's also duration, so it asks if you had an extended stay in the UK, that's like more than three months and stuff like that. So I don't know why I'm sure that someone listening is super well versed in that, but it, it takes, it's pretty specific to, um, be able to donate blood, but it's not hard. Um, and it's something, I just feel like it's one of those things where to be a good, Citizen of the world, you know, if you have no problem donating blood, you absolutely should. So if you can go do it, it's a nice thing to do. Somebody really needs it. And um, I will say, don't let what I'm about to say scare you, because (laughs) I mean it in jest. There are some people that are terrified. And if you're terrified and you're going into it nervous, I don't think it's going to be a great experience for you. Cause there are people that get very worked up. I have friends that have like, you know, you can psych yourself out about it. Uh, having recently been pregnant, I feel like that was just a Tuesday at my OB's sure. office. Cause they're just, you know, they poke you every five seconds.
1: I, you know what I didn't, I, I, it's probably would be soup. Cause I usually get really woozy, but you went through your pregnancy and I, and then I had that tooth pulled, so I've also been through a major medical, right? Such a major surgery. Uh huh. So I'll bet it would be. I bet I wouldn't even get woozy now that I've been s- something that you've
0: experienced the trauma of, of you know of having, having your wisdom tooth pulled under complete anesthesia where you were asleep.
1: Yeah, having some. I mean, right. it's basically a pregnancy. I had something yanked out of my body by yeah. a, by a trained surgeon. I had a dental C-section effectively. Right. So I bet um, I bet it wouldn't even bother me.
0: Right. Well, then you should sign up to go donate blood <laughs> because they need it. And the woman next to me when I was saying, you know, don't let this scare you, the poor woman next to me, and apparently she's like a regular blood donor. Right. But she had to, we, people are still masking, which makes it a little bit harder, you know, if you're someone that, I don't know, she was getting really hot and her little monitor thing started going off because they monitor your blood pressure while you're giving blood the whole time. And, um, she, they were like, are you okay? And I looked around and she was like sweating bullets, just like, and she was like this tiny little thing. And she was like sweating bullets, like super young, like probably in her late forties, early fifties. And, um, yeah, it, she it was just, just what it just like hit her something about the experience. And they're like, did you eat, Um, you know, whatever? And I felt really bad for her. But apparently she's a regular like she wasn't freaked out. They're yeah. like, hey, can you do you need a drink? And she's like, yeah, do you have um a shot of tequila? That would be great. This is. <laughs> yeah. So she was in good spirits. But, but anyways, that is my PSA. Go donate blood.
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair.
0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for blood donors. I've never needed somebody else's blood, but if I did, this is my pre-thank you.
0: Yeah. Have you, you've donated
1: blood? I've donated. Blood. Yeah. So Makes me really woozy. Does but, it? And it's been years, years, but yeah.
0: Are you, you should do it again.
1: I'm just, but I don't think the wooziness is the actual blood leaving my body. I just you don't just do well out. at the sight of blood. Yeah. So I, I'm the guy who's looking away. Yeah.
0: I didn't even see it. Honestly. I'm, la- I'm
1: like looking up, Look, I'll look anywhere. Other than the needle. Even if I'm just having a little syringe drawn it for my annual. Oh, I won't look either. Okay.
0: I don't look. I didn't see anything. I was like on my phone and then they had like uh, some horrible music piped through the thing. So I was like, huh. I was like, this is interesting. Uh, Anyways, my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for healthcare professionals.
1: I thought I did something so awesome. So innovative. I was so Proud of it, and I couldn't wait to show Callie
0: what is it because I feel like this happens like four or five times a day, but it could be anything from you found a sock that was missing under the bed to you have a brilliant idea.
1: This is something that I truly thought was brilliant, and when I presented it to you, you laughed harder than I have seen you laugh in a long time to the point where you had tears coming down your face.
0: I was, I was crying. I I just now realized what you were talking about. Um, yeah, you had your first daddy dressed me moment.
1: Ellie, Callie picks out outfits for, for Ellie and leaves them for me to, to put on her. And so we were both getting we we have a friend who cuts our hair. So, and she does it at her house. Callie goes first cuz she has more hair, it takes her longer. And so she went first. I was my job was to 30 minutes later wake Ellie from her nap, dress her, and then head to the to the hair place. As I'm dressing Ellie in the outfit that was left for me, which is like a little sundress thing, right? Is that what it would be described as—it's as? like
0: a bubble romper,
1: sure, sundress—and <laughs> I see that on the little sh- shoulder strappy things, it looks like the something has broken. Like it looks like something has has broken in the system of ropes and whatnot to to hold this over her head, and I. The innovator took one of her, the one, one of the remaining straps and I flipped it over her neck. Like, um, I don't know how to, I, I think for like, <laughs> it would be like a, for like a one piece bathing suit. He
0: gave her a halter top. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it's called. It's a it, halter top. It was a baby halter top. But I, so I, I t- turned it and it was and I was so proud of it, <laughs> so proud of it. And I said when I got to the, the haircut place, when I got to our friend's house, I said to Callie, uh, her dress is broken, but I saved the day. And I hand her Ellie and she immediately starts crying, crying with laughter
0: (laughs) because I, well, my first thought was before you handed me Ellie, I was like, oh my gosh, what broke? Because that's like dangerous. And like, you know, she like naps in her clothes and stuff like that. And, and the outfit she had on was really nice. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what broke? And he, he looks at the straps and he points to me. He's like these, these right here, they're broken. Now on kids stuff, baby stuff. I don't know how it is with kids, but if there's bows or something, they're not actually bows. They're just like fake little knots. They're like decorative to look cute, but a kid couldn't tear them apart and swallow them. Like they're, they're just for decoration. So Jeff
1: thought that So those things were just untied knots. Yeah. Oh, I thought the way they looked, I thought it was something that was like, making the straps go crisscrossy in the back or something that had no. snapped.
0: No, I am. And I am so mad at myself for not taking a picture. So Jeff and and the girl that cuts her hair is Ellie's godmother. So they, you know, spend a lot of time together and she knows Ellie and she brings Ellie over to play with you. Jeff brought Ellie over to play with her girls and he walks in and he's like, hey, the dress broke, but don't worry. I got it. Hands me the baby. I start crying. I am laughing so hard because my my eight month old is wearing a halter top. I'm like, Jeff, this, (laughs) this is not, it's, it's a spaghetti strap thing, but Jeff thought, yeah, it's a spaghetti,
1: it's a spaghetti strap bubble romper.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: And because
0: there were decorative knots on the straps, Jeff thought that it was broken. So he, um, made it all. (laughs) I will say, I admire your dedication to her wearing what I picked out instead served, of grabbing something off a hanger.
1: It served its purpose, right? She, she arrived at the destination looking demure with, with her boobs were covered, right? And it didn't, you from a distance, <laughs> from a distance, you wouldn't have looked at it and said, that looks weird. You would say, Oh, look at that cute little baby.
0: That's true. From a distance I would not have known. But the part that makes me like cry, laugh to like cry is that you came in, you confidently plopped her on the floor. She starts playing with her feet and the other kids and she just looks like she's 14 in an altar top. It was so, so funny. So we rearranged the straps and all was well. But I am I am very impressed by your dedication to the outfit that I chose.
1: I don't uh, yeah. I now I know that loose strings are intentional. Loose, story, like not intentional, but they have, a, it's pur- not broken, they have yeah. a purpose that's not necessarily connecting something. Yes. Because for the most part, guys' clothes, men's clothes, boys' clothes, probably even little baby boys' clothes. For the most part, anything on a, on, on a male piece of wardrobe, functional. Women.
0: Unless you're Dan Levy and Schitt's Creek.
1: Right. But for the most part. Men's clothes, functional. Women's clothes, more decorative. Mm-hmm. That like you as a woman, you that gender has cornered the market on decorative for the sake of decorative. Right. Non-functional decor. Yeah. On wardrobe. So I just wasn't familiar with it. I made it work. I'm still proud of it. I'm still proud.
0: I'm proud of I'm you. I'm proud
1: to know that no matter what situation presents herself, itself, Our daughter will never be inadvertently flashing anyone. Got it covered.
0: I am still, I'm eight and a half months postpartum. I am still very insecure about my weight. And
1: God, I hate it when you say that. Why? It's the truth. I know, but I just, it's, yeah. Like you haven't even been without the baby inside you as long as you were with the baby inside you.
0: Well, technically that's not
1: true. You said you're eight and a half months.
0: Yeah, Ellie was three. Oh, no, because it's 10 months. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I am notably insecure about it. I work out. I do pretty well eating and I'm just trying to get back into my groove. You know, it's a weird thing. And one of my Insta friends and her comment has stuck with me. And at the time, I didn't think it was rude or intentionally mean. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Was that a mean girl thing on purpose or was she, did she make a mistake and then is now embarrassed? So I kind of feel guilty for even bringing it up, but for whatever reason, this comment has just, it it's on repeat in my head and it is taking up so much space in my head. She said to me, Hey, you look great. I posted like a, a video of me working out, Hey, you look great. How old is your baby now? Two to three months.
1: I don't know what that was.
0: Basically, she was saying you look good for someone who had a baby three months ago. I don't. And I'm nine and I'm nine months out. So
1: I don't think that was shade. I think that's somebody just not paying attention to the passage of time.
0: That was my gut, but for whatever reason, my brain took that and I have just been obsessing over it for like two weeks. And you know how when you're insecure about something and one little thing happens that validates the devil on your shoulder instead of the angel on your shoulder. Right. And then you're like, oh, it's definitely the truth. Yeah. Even if it's not like she didn't even come out and say, hey, I think you look this way. What she said was actually you know, nice. It was, Hey, you look great. How old is your baby? Two to three months now. And I just immediately went, that's all that's in my brain now is you look like you just had a baby and it makes me want to cry.
1: I, first of all, about that specific comment that.
0: I'm being too sensitive.
1: No, no, you're not. It Whatever. It, it affects you the way it affects you. It is what it is. So Uh, The sensitive part about it, I get. Like, you're allowed to feel sensitive. I don't think that she meant that with malice. Mm -hmm. That's my gut. Because that just seems... It seems like a long road to take to throw shade, in my opinion.
0: Right. And I think it's different for women, but I... And I wish I could remember who it was and I honestly can't. So I could go back and read a conversation history because then when you read the conversation history with someone on Instagram, you kind of know, oh, this is someone like there's people that consistently send me rude things that are just I think that's just the way that they are. Yeah. Like it's not mean. It's just never positive or supportive. It's always a critique.
1: They're just a salty person.
0: They're just a little salty. Totally fine. They're, you know, they are who they are. Um, So I didn't think to read back and see if this was someone that I was like friendly with that maybe just, you know, got confused, but it did it stinks that what sticks with you is what could potentially maybe be something negative. And the reality is she probably said it and she's like, Oh yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It's been eight months. And then went on with her date. Like she Correct. probably hasn't thought about it for two seconds because she didn't mean it as a sting. Um,
1: what we should do is oh, you should, post- I hate
0: that this lives rent free in my head. I hate it.
1: You should post your picture up like somewhere on Reddit, like where people don't, know you and just sit like in a bikini or something and say, how long ago do you think I had a baby? And just see what the answers are.
0: That is literally the worst idea I've <laughs> ever heard in my entire life.
1: Is that the opposite of brilliant?
0: Yeah. What's the opposite of brilliant? Yeah.
1: That, that idea yeah. right there,
0: right there. There's your definition.
1: Well, I hate that you're insecure. I think you look great and I'm very proud of you. Callie has, we're on vacation this week. And Callie has still woken up every morning, not at the crazy 2.30 in the morning workouts, but she has still gotten up every morning before our day start, before she wakes up Ellie, because she gets to wake up with Ellie this week, and has worked out. Mm -hmm. And you do such a great job eating and everything. And I'm very proud of you. And I wish I had your discipline and willpower. And I think even if you're not happy with the results that you see, you need to be happy with this the the strength of your character being able to <laughs>
0: that was stick the, to the biggest load ever. But it was really nice. The stre- it's, not, it's the strength of your character. I couldn't think it not, not your physical strength that matters. But I understand what you're saying. And No, I, I, I that's the
1: that's a that was a dumb way to say it. I wish I could take that back because I, I, I didn't know, mean I strength thinking. of character, but I mean like you should be proud of the fact that you do. Like, getting up every day and working out before you go to your job that starts at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. So, anywho. All right. Yesterday, or the day before yesterday, uh, when I – and I'm not going to go into the intri- the details of it, but we can get – we see –
0: Real talk, are you not going into the details of it because you don't totally understand
1: it? No, I understand it, but yeah. I just don't – it would just – the the podcasting numbers you get to see i get to see in real time how many people are listening to the show so normally what i do is is if i'm in like if we have an episode that's interesting or that we've promoted or whatever if look i'll look the day the 48 hours after an episode comes out but normally i'm paying attention to the numbers that occur about 30 days after an episode releases Because that's what our advertisers buy commercials on. That's what we brag about. That's what we have to
0: turn in our numbers, essentially.
1: 30 days out. So uh, people always ask, like, hey, how can I boost your numbers? Just as long as you're listening to shows that have come out within the past 30 days, it's helpful. It helps our numbers. But if you remember, about 30 days ago, Apple had a glitch in the matrix. And people couldn't get the show. People were unsubscribed from the show. The show was disappearing off people's phones. People were getting episodes three and four days late if they were getting them at all. It was this, everybody on Facebook was outraged by it. I was getting tons of messages and there was nothing we could do about it. Well, guess what? Those, that incident is reflected in the numbers that we're seeing this week.
0: I thought Jeff was going to be sick.
1: Oh, my God. I
0: He checked it last night. So I was like, hey, will you check the stats on this? Because I did something differently here. And, you know, he, was, he pulled it up and he was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what? He's like, Apple glitch. I forgot about the Apple glitch. And we lost like.
1: A third. Oh, that hurts. A third of our listeners gone. And supposedly Apple's working on a repair for it. But. Like, they can't repair your heart. <laughs> they can't repair my heart. But <laughs> what we can do. They're gonna
0: pay for the heart attack.
1: Is we can bring this back. And we need to bring this back urgently.
0: Double the upside, double the upside, Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. You were a little delayed on that. But we that's can, okay. It's the first time back. So yeah. you'll you'll get your flow.
1: I'm a a I'm a little rusty.
0: If you you are a little rusty. If you have just started listening to our show. This is a theme song that we played. Was it two years ago now?
1: 2019 when the show launched and I went to that podcasting convention. Oh, yeah. In 2019. And a guy said to me, you'll know that your show really has traction if the audience continues to grow. And I said, I bet our audience is double by the end of the year. And really, and then we got a jingle and i re- and i had n- and i had nothing to back it up so i had to make it happen and what better way to make something happen than with a jingle double
2: the upside double
0: the upside yeah double the upside by the end of the year. yeah okay now here's what i want to was that s- better yeah that was awesome okay, bravo thank thank welcome you. back welcome back um so here's the thing with doubling the upside we want you to tell the people in your life not only about the show But maybe where and how you listen. And by that, I mean, what are you doing? Like we, I, one of my girlfriends was telling me last week, she's like, that's what I do every morning while I'm getting ready. I wake up, I get out of bed, I start the show. And then I brush my teeth, get in the shower. And the whole time, like my phone's coming with me. And um, that's when I listen to the show. And we're about, we're not that far from getting into back to school routines, back end of summer, like, you know, beginning of fall routine. So start doing it now. Start your fall routines now and by start your fall routines, I mean this fall routine. Um yeah. but yeah, if you could, you know, tell the people in your life about the upside. It was such an amazing campaign for us 2 years ago and we want to bring that back and um quite frankly because Apple is mean, um we need that. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff doesn't have a heart attack. Supposedly
1: Again. Apple is repairing the glitch. Supposedly.
0: But that doesn't mean anything for our advertisers, right? Like like our advertisers well, just don't care.
1: No, I think they'll accept the numbers being off until Apple repairs. Got it. Okay. The glitch and then it, then it comes back. But from an ego point of view and from a small heart attack while opening the file point of view, <laughs> plus we we want to grow the show. And we were respectful of the past year when everybody's routines were disrupted. Like, it to a fault, I think Callie and I don't do a good job of begging people to listen to the show. Yeah, we're really
0: we're, not the best at that.
1: But we really do want to be part of your routine. So if you're listening to this, you already know. So I'm going to stop talking about that. But tell, as Callie said, tell other people.
0: Buy a billboard, you know, whatever. We're not going to stop you.
1: BetterHelp has been a longtime sponsor of this podcast. We thank them so much for that. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. If something is stressing you out, is if something is preventing you from being completely happy, if you have never done therapy before – BetterHelp is for you. Completely confidential. Licensed therapists and counselors are waiting to talk to you in all 50 states, and it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start talking to someone in as soon as 48 hours. So whatever it is that is eating you up, whether it's anxiety, stress, confusion, family issues, whatever you're struggling with talk about it. Don't leave it inside. Share it with someone who can help. Sometimes friends and family aren't the go-to people. Am I right? So unload the stressors, get some unbiased feedback, and you'll be shocked at what you can gain from it. Go to betterhelp.com upside. Get 10% off your first month. Once again, that's betterhelp.com upside, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
0: I have been working on a lot lately and there are a lot of dynamics to a hard workout, but one thing that should never make your workout hard is your socks. And that's why Bomba's Performance Socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. Now I work out every day doing various things and I love the ankle sock. And one of my favorite things about it is that they have a pillow like tab, like on the back of your heels that keeps you from blisters. They also have stay up technology. So your socks aren't sliding down during your workout, which is so distracting. And the coolest thing is that they come in different styles for every sport. So you can go on the website and filter what style of socks is best for you based on what kind of workouts that you're doing. Go to Bombas.com slash upside today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-N-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside.
1: It is the year 2021 and nobody should be wearing uncomfortable shoes. That's where Rothy's comes in. Rothy's has surveyed thousands of customers and the number one word used to describe their shoes is comfy. What makes Rothy's so good? They've got a unique, seamless design. It's crazy comfortable from the minute you put them on. And they're made with sustainable products like plastic water bottles, completely machine washable. And they're available in tons of styles and colors. And get this, now they're available for men. Up until now, Rothy's has been women's world. Not anymore, guys. We get to join in on the fun. To help you welcome Summer in style, Rothy's is doing something special. They gave us the opportunity to share this super rare discount with Upside listeners, but only for a limited time. Through August 1st, you can get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. You do not want to miss this opportunity to save money on your Rothy's shoes. Go to rothys.com slash upside, save $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more, and find your new favorites today. Rothy's.com slash upside.
0: Today's quote of the day is, the best love is the one that makes you into a better person without changing you into someone other than yourself.
1: Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. I feel like I saw this in our Facebook group or maybe you posted this on the Facebook page and it was very well received. So if you don't follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Callie and Jeff, or if you're not part of the upside group on Facebook, this will be news to you. But according to a medical research publication, eating chocolate in the first hour of the day could boost fat loss and lower blood sugar. A study found that consuming just three and a half ounces of chocolate within an hour of waking up helps burn fat and also reduces blood glucose, which eventually leads to decreased stress. I'm into this. Yeah. With some sort of chocolate diet, which is groundbreaking. Um, I said, I,
0: like, okay. Chocolate diet, chocolate in your nightstand. There you go. Instead of like a mint on your pillow, maybe it's a chocolate on your nightstand.
1: Uh, My second random thing is 30 minutes of daily complaining can physically damage your brain. We all know people like this, people who love to complain, people who love to find fault in everything, know that while they're doing that, they're actually physically damaging their brain. Here's the thing, though. Listening to someone constantly complain can also negatively affect your brain function. So don't allow people to complain in your presence because it'll hurt your brain. My third random thing, uh, Iceland recently did a study that reduced the work week from 40 hours a week down to 35, but you had to keep the pay the same. I don't know the details of it, but Mm -hmm. I think they partnered with a few companies and said, hey, we want to study you. Your employees can only work 35 hours a week and you have to pay them exactly the same. There's no decrease in productivity. In most cases, productivity went up and the overall stress level of the employees went down.
0: I think it's going to be interesting to see if America latches on to the four-day workweek thing because there are so many studies, so many companies, and so many countries, quite frankly, doing testing out, trying out the four-day work week, and I haven't heard any negative things about it. The only negative things that I've heard are the people at companies that have been there a very long time. Oh, yeah. This is the way
1: we've always done it. Right,
0: right, right. We need to see each other to collaborate. Um,
1: until we get a four-day work week here in the States, we can uh, take this. This is kind of ca- tied into the, the Iceland thing. Mm-hmm. This is the second half of my third random thing. Uh, the people in Sweden have something that I'm not going to try to pronounce, but it's along the same lines of like an Ikea couch. Like it's Eloria Dag or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it translates to Little Saturday. And basically in Sweden, People leave work a little bit early on Wednesday to treat themselves to something small or fun or do something personal. So in the exact middle of the work week, they take a little break and they go to an early happy hour. They meet the family for dinner at a restaurant. They go home and all cook together. No stress because they're celebrating little Saturday. So uh, I like that. I like what they're doing in other countries. Those are my three random things.
0: I realized yesterday that I have been pushing my own childhood favorite books on our daughter.
1: Well, I think you think that. But I get the impression you had a lot of favorite books.
0: Oh, I did. I mean, I we had so many books as kids, which is amazing. And we lo- I mean, I learn to read on, you know, like a certain book that I had for my childhood. And I just am so nostalgic when people were giving us baby gifts and we would get some of you like the very hungry caterpillar, like what a great book. And, um, you know, the brown bear books and good night moon and the good night book and all of these things. And some of them we got as gifts, like new ones. But I remember reading as a kid. And some of them are actually my books from when I was a kid.
1: Your parents had like in the attic or something? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, not even the attic. I think they were like still in our bedrooms, which is funny. But I realized – so I give – I know this is silly. And I feel like I'm going to be criticized for – judge for this. Not criticized but I let Ellie choose things. Jeff does too. We let her make choices. So even if she doesn't know what she's choosing. So like every night we have this cute little bedtime routine. It's like my favorite part of the day with her. And I put two books in front of her and she puts her hand on the one that she likes. And then that's the one that we read.
1: Now, just for the record, Callie also does the exact same thing when she buys dog treats for the dogs. Um, oh,
0: I do, don't I?
1: So if she goes, if she's out running errands and she goes to PetSmart or whatever, or even Target, and she gets dog treats and she has like two, she gets two different flavors and then we'll come home and hold the flavors up in front of Sadie, who for some reason is the treat picker. Sadie has. She,
0: Sadie gets to pick the, the, the treats, treats and Lily gets to pick the toy.
1: So she holds up the two bags of treats. She le- opens them both and lets Sadie smell them both. I do. And then whichever one Sadie gravitates towards is the, is the treats that they get at that exact moment in time. So it's not just something that she does with Ellie. Every living creature in the house gets a choice.
0: Yeah, they do. And, uh, anyway, so I noticed so I had uh, these two books. And yes, I am an adult. And yes, she is 8 months old. And yes, I can pick whatever book that I want to read. And we can read the same book every single night and she probably wouldn't know. I am enjoying all of these childhood favorites and I got one for Jeff to read to her that I don't even know where it is cuz I can't remember. But Jeff had never heard of um if you give a mouse a cookie and he loves chocolate chip cookies. So I thought that was a really cute book. And I can't wait for you to read that to Ellie, but I was holding The Giant Strawberry and The Big Hungry Bear, which is like one of my favorite books ever. And this other book that I can't even remember because it's not as important as that one. And I noticed myself like pushing, like being like, oh Ellie, look at the big strawberry (laughs) and like putting it in front of her face. So anyways, it's silly, but I'm like, man, I am a book pusher. I am pushing my favorites on my child.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You can call us anytime about anything. 800-434-5454. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you.
0: I will have you know that I spent yesterday doing God's work. Okay. I went to Target, and you already know this, Jeff Dollar. I bought Jeff Dollar Post-It brand Post-It with the 3M stick.
1: There is not a lot of stuff that will get the entire Upside community fired up and passionate. All in the same direction. All in the same direction, but me purchasing off-brand Post-It notes uh, was collectively panned by all of you. Like, how could you have done that, you asked? How did you not know any better, you asked? What sort of fool are you, you asked? And so Callie saved the day with with proper Post-It brand Post-It and
0: if, notes. And if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, what I am referring to, is or Jeff. see the
1: humiliating post that Callie made on Instagram <laughs> of my off-brand post-it's peeling off the calendar that I bought. He
0: was very excited, and Chef gets very excited about his office pl- supplies, which is why I'm surprised that you did not notice what you were ordering when you placed that order on Amazon but Jeff is like, okay, we're gonna get organized. And he spent hours trying to find the perfect calendar and all this has to be right or whatever. And he labels this calendar and man, the dates are set up and it's color coded and it looks good. And not even one hour later, all of the post-its started curling up and falling off um, because he bought wannabe post-its. And I'm like, Jeff, 3M knows what they're doing. Yeah. We buy post-its.
1: Yep. And you can't, you can't vary from, from the Post-it brand. It's gotta be the Post-it brand.
0: Unless you're looking for like a bookmark. <laughs> right. Then you can buy the off-brand, that's fine.
1: Got it. So thank you to everybody for setting me straight on my wayward Post-it journey. Appreciate you.
3: Hey, I just had the coolest experience. You know how you guys always say, welcome to the movement
0: when talking about the upside? Well, I was sitting at one of those stop signs and it's kind of, I guess, our new rush hour traffic. And there's really no way to get out
2: of that stop sign you sit forever. And all of a sudden this car stopped and not only let the guy in front of me out, but let me out. And she totally didn't have to do that. And she was dressed up, so she was probably coming home from work. And my first thought was, she must be an upsider.
0: And that's so cool, you guys actually made a movement. All right, I thought it was cool. All right, love you, bye education is one of the most important things we can invest in when it comes to the kids in our lives. So whether you're a parent or another important person in a child's life, give them the gift of KiwiCo. KiwiCo is a monthly subscription that sends fun science and art projects to the kid in your life every month. Keep your kids busy and screen free while stretching their brains this summer. KiwiCo does all of the legwork for you so you can spend more quality time tackling projects together instead of doing the prep work for them. There is no commitment so you can pause or cancel at any time. We got Ellie her first Kiwiko crate when she was only a few weeks old. So there truly is a crate suitable for kids of all ages. And one of the things I loved most from the get-go is that not only do they provide these great learning opportunities, like for Ellie, the black and white flashcards we got in her first box, but they also include information from experts about why they're important for development. And to me, that knowledge is priceless. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at KiwiCo.com/upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com/upside. Hey guys,
3: it's Robin. I am laughing at Friday's episode where y'all are talking about chicken because I am just a year or two younger than Jeff, but in the exact same way about chicken. And I remember going to a friend's house one day. It was one of my husband's friends, and he He was the one making chicken, and he would literally touch raw chicken and then wipe his hand on a towel. And all I could think is, oh, my God, he's touching all these things around his kitchen after he had that chicken, and all I did was wipe his hand on a towel, and I hope they don't use that towel after they wash their hands because that's just so disgusting. But I think it's the salmonella thing that is why, because all you ever hear is how much, how badly it can make you sick. But, yes, I hate raw chicken. I'm always scrubbing my hands after doing it and spraying down the kitchen. So I'm the same way. And actually I loved when I was a vegetarian for a while because then I didn't have to touch raw meat. Love the show. Bye.
4: Hi, Callie and Jeff. Uh, This is Jean from Albany, New York. I'm actually originally from the Syracuse area. Um, So that's cool, Jeff, that your um, family is from there too. Um, I'm a new listener to the show and I absolutely love it. I love what you guys are doing. And it's actually promoted me to do more of a gratitude practice in my own life. Um, And I'm calling um, due to the um, funny house centipede story that I just heard on Friday's episode. I had a terrifying experience with a house centipede. Um, When we were waiting to move into our new house, um, my family was staying with a family friend for a couple of months because we had quite a process getting into our new house. Um, And one of the first nights we were staying there, I was going to get into bed and I pulled the sheets back. And I kid you not, one of those house centipedes that was easily like two to three inches long crawled across the pillow really fast and then was gone. And I was terrified and I looked through the bed, I ripped the bed apart, everything, and I never saw it again. So it was really tough to try to go to sleep that night. I kept checking everything and then every single night we were staying there, I looked for that stinking house centipede. (laughs) So... um, I'm terrified of them even though I know that they're helpful. So anyways, love what you guys are doing.
2: Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Liz. Um, listening to the show today and Jeff, in response to your question, how do you ask your significant other's opinion without sort of painting it? I think the difference is you need to preface the question with either I have opinion about this or do you have a strong opinion about something? Because what happens in my house, Kelly, I don't think he's trying to trap you necessarily, but it definitely feels like a setup, or um, what I say to my husband is, well, if you're going to just tell me my opinion is wrong, why did you ask me in the first place? So now, especially with dinner places, we've gotten to the point where they'll say, well, what do you want for dinner? And now we both know to lead with what we don't want for dinner, and then we can usually come to an agreement. Um, Or if one of us feels very strongly about a place, we can be like, hey, I'm really, Craving X, are you good with that for dinner? That way you're not looking like you're disagreeing so hard or just looking like you're disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing. So what my husband and I have started to do is preface it with I have strong opinions about something, can we chat? Hope it helps, bye.
0: You have only ever seen yourself through photographs and the mirror. You've never seen the way your smile beams from its edges every time you talk about something that you love. Or the way that your eyes light up at the sight of sunrises, or coffee, or puppies. (laughs) So the next time someone tells you how beautiful you are, don't question it. Because although you have never seen it, it's all that they know. And they've been amazed by it every single day.